0: Section 12 of Commentary on the Epistles of Paul the Apostle to the Corinthians, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anna Roberts. Commentary on the Epistles of Paul the Apostle to the Corinthians, Volume 1, by John Calvin. Translated by Reverend John Pringle. First Corinthians 2, 1-2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 1. And I, when I came. Paul, having begun to speak of his own method of teaching, had straightway fallen into a discussion as to the nature of the gospel preaching generally. Now again he returns to speak of himself, to show that nothing in him was despised but what belonged to the nature of the gospel itself, and did in a manner adhere to it. He allows, therefore, that he had not had any of the aids of human eloquence or wisdom to qualify him for producing any effect, but while he acknowledges himself to be destitute of such resources, he hints at the inference to be drawn from this, that the power of God shone the more illustriously in his ministry, from its standing in no need of such helps this latter idea however he will be found bringing forward shortly afterwards for the present he simply grants that he has nothing of human wisdom and in the meantime reserves to himself this much that he published the testimony of god some interpreters indeed explain the testimony of god in a passive sense but as for myself i have no doubt that another interpretation is more in accordance with the apostle's design so that the testimony of god is that which has come forth from god the doctrine of the gospel, of which he is the author and witness. He now distinguishes between speech and wisdom, logon apotes sophias. Hence what I noticed before is here confirmed, that hitherto he has not been speaking of mere empty prattling, but has included the entire training of human learning. 2. For I did not reckon it desirable. As cunane, in Greek, has often the same meaning as that is to choose out anything as precious there is i think no person of sound judgment but will allow that the rendering that i have given is a probable one provided only the construction admits of it at the same time if we render it thus no kind of knowledge did i hold in esteem there will be nothing harsh in this rendering if you understand something to be supplied the sentence will run smoothly enough in this way nothing did i value myself upon as worth my knowing or on the ground of knowledge at the same time i do not altogether reject a different interpretation viewing paul as declaring that he esteemed nothing as knowledge or as entitled to be called knowledge except christ alone thus the greek preposition ante would as often happens require to be supplied but whether the former interpretation is not disapproved of or whether this latter pleases better, the substance of the passage amounts to this. As to my wanting the ornaments of speech, and wanting too the more elegant refinements of discourse, the reason of this was that I did not aspire at them, nay rather I despised them, because there was one thing only that my heart was set upon, that I might preach Christ with simplicity. In adding the word crucified, he does not mean that he preached nothing respecting Christ except the cross but that with all the abasement of the cross he nevertheless preached christ it is as though he had said the ignominy of the cross will not prevent me from looking up to him from whom salvation comes or make me ashamed to regard all my wisdom as comprehended in him in him i say whom proud men despise and reject on account of the reproach of the cross hence the statement must be explained in this way no kind of knowledge was in my view of so much importance as to lead me to desire anything but christ crucified though he was this little clause is added by way of enlargement on with the view of galling so much the more those arrogant masters by whom christ was next to despised as they were eager to gain applause by being renowned for a higher kind of wisdom here we have a beautiful passage from which we learn what it is that faithful ministers ought to teach what it is that we must, during our whole life, be learning, and in comparison with which everything else must be counted as dung. Philippians 3 8. End of section 12.